0: All right, this is the Conversation, Cannabis, and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres, and I'm your host, and our special guest is Chris Hurst. Chris is a father, a husband, a coach, a fighter, and owner of Downtown Boxing, along with his wife. He's a native of Nashville, Tennessee, and he's now living in Clearwater, Fo- Clearwa- Clearwater Florida, excuse me, I don't edit, because I told you I don't edit, I'll stumble yeah, yeah. my own words, man. Yep, <laughs> he's yep. now living in Clearwater, Florida. And he and his wife were raising their two daughters, building businesses, and navigating life as twenty-something-year-olds in the twenty-first century. So, from Clearwater, Florida, Chris, how you doing, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, good, good. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely, man. So, you know, the reason so uh, we met because I, I stopped going to our gym, and, and uh, it was a it was a boxing gym, and and I wanted to keep boxing because because I had been into bodybuilding and it just was hurting my joints too much. And uh, I, tried, I tried some kickboxing stuff and I was like, that felt pretty good. But it was almost a little too much and I wanted to just do the boxing thing. So when I went to, to this boxing gym, when I, what was, it was also, I also noticed at the kickboxing gym too, is my joints didn't hurt as bad. My, my body, like all those small movements, all those really micro movements from all the movement that you're doing, was something that I had not been doing for a very long time, even though I considered myself active swam, you know, exercise, all that kind of stuff. It was not the same kind of exercise. It was different. And my body responded in a way that (laughs) I hadn't anticipated, man. I mean, like, like I I leaned down and, and and I didn't, I wasn't intending to, it was just, it was just uh, a consequence. Yeah, exactly. And when I went to your gym, you're a fighter, man. And, and training with somebody who fights was different. And I mean, I've done wrestling. I've done yeah. karate, right. I karate doing as a kid and stuff like that. And, and, uh, <clears throat> his pollen, this Florida pollens, Florida pollen's got me boogery. I apologize all everybody for, for that, but, uh, um, your movement, man. And one of the first things you said was, cause you saw me, you saw me punching and it was like, okay, purpose
1: exactly yeah so there you know there has to be a reason behind the things that we do um and in real combat in real just as in life and everything else it's not choreographed right so it's easy to hit the bag in a repetitive manner in a way in which you can do the wrong things but there's no consequences for those wrong things right (laughs) so you know it's easy to remember you know we say jab cross hook that's That's an easy thing to remember, but what's the purpose, right? Why are we throwing this? When do we use this? You know, so it's not, uh, there's no game plan necessarily in that way, right? There's not a playbook like in football or basketball where they call out, oh, we're going to run this play and everybody, you know, you have this job and then you just do your job and somebody else does theirs. And hopefully it works. Uh, you know, you have to think of it real time. It's, It's all live. Um, And in that moment, you have to go on what you see. So, everything we have to do, we do in boxing, has to be purposeful.
0: And that was, and that was a big difference (laughs) from what I was used to, man. Because I was not like, like I was moving right, and and I was getting into shape. And but, but
1: oh yeah, yeah, great shape, great shape.
0: Oh, thanks, man, I appreciate it. But the move, and the movement was, man, your movement was was fast, and it was crisp, and it was precise, and it was compact. And I'm, I'm just starting off this way because this is how we, this is, this is how I met, this is how Chris and I met. And it's like, man, training under somebody who fights is different. It's different. It yeah. is a different thing, man. There's different, like that's.
1: Yeah, you know. yeah. And that's just my specialty. You know, there's plenty of great trainers out there who have their specific niche, uh, you know, and that doesn't take away from them being a, a great trainer as far as fitness goes. But when it comes to actual combat and things like that, you know that that's what we do. That's what I do. That's what we represent at my gym. So, um, you know, there's a lot of fitness boxing places which are great. Again, I'm sure they have you know great coaches, great trainers. Uh, but we're very. Um, I want to give you skills. I want to give everybody who walks in the door some skill to leave with. Whether they come for a day or a year, I want them both to leave with something that they can take to, you know, help defend themselves, defend their family. Uh, you know, or anything else that arises, right? Give them a the confidence, let them practice it. Maybe I spark their interest, you know, get them down a new rabbit hole, you know, that they can uh dive into. So.
0: And you do that, man. And that's what was really cool about it is that, is that you like during the class, I was like, okay, I, I you know, it's like the movement thing, my like, you're like, okay, you're too squared up. And I was like, yeah. it just feels natural for me, but then yeah. I to blade my shoulder all the way back yeah. and then try to deliver a strike from there. With with accuracy, speed and power and time and all that stuff, I was like, that's not easy. I mean, it can look easy when you do it incorrectly and yeah, open yeah. yourself up to a lot of things. But that was what's really cool, man. Is that you 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 do all that. You do. I'm yeah. I'm leaving with you. I'm leaving with stuff every day, dude. It's cool. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I dig that's it good, a lot.
1: Man. Yeah, that's 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 what I want, you know. I, I do, I dig it, man. You
0: got a great part. place. I really like it. They're really cool. Yeah. And so let's get down to the first question, man. <laughs> So I I grew up wrestling and uh, I know a bunch of I grew up in Michigan. And it's a it's a yeah. like certain states where it's just like a lot of wrestling, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Midwestern. Right? Yep. Yeah.
0: And it's tough. It's tough. So it's like when you when you choose to do this, like yeah, this is what I do.
1: Yeah.
0: You gotta recognize something about yourself. And and you're building businesses in this area too. So it's like this is not a there's not a hobby. This is this right. is like, this is what you're doing.
1: Yeah.
0: And um having talked with you, of course. What was it that you recognized about yourself where you're like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do.
1: So uh funny story actually. So um, I've always been interested in fighting for as long as I, as I can remember. But the first time I really like can see like the first vivid memory I have of like knowing man, like fighting and hand to hand combat amongst two, you know, human beings is, Really interests me. Um, My brother, um, my younger brother, he's three years younger than me. And he, you know, he was kind of a troublesome kid. Now he's a great adult, right? Perfect as an adult. But at the time, he was kind of a bad kid. He was the middle child, he had a temper and all that. Um, But we have different dads. So his dad or his dad's parents um, put him in karate. To help with his discipline, you know, teach him things like that. Um, And I remember I would have to sit there. My mom didn't have any money. My mom was 16, you know, single mom, and not, you know, her mom lived in California and her dad wasn't around, so it was just, just kind of us, you know. So she didn't have the money to put both of us in there. Yeah. Um, So I had to sit there and watch my brother do karate. You know, when he was done, and I remember he didn't want to be there. And I was, I was so mad uh, because I was like, man, you don't, he doesn't even want to do this. I want to do this. Why can't I do this? I want to do karate. Right. I'm watching these kids younger than me kicking the boards and kicking the bags and working with their coaches and stuff. Um, and that was probably, I was seven, eight okay, around there. Um, so that was the first time I were really like, it's like, man, that's super interesting. And I'm watching these, you know, Because, you know, I grew up having to kind of uh, protect myself, you know. I was uh, the minority in my neighborhood. So, um, you know, in that kind of environment, you have to kind of prove yourself a little bit. The way you earn respect is through fighting. So, you know, I was like, man, if I can learn how to be better than that, like, I'll be the coolest kid on the block, you know, if I can fight the best. So, that was, that was kind of what uh, the first time I had recognized it. Um, it. Well, now boxing wasn't very big and MMA hadn't even really, the UFC and all that stuff was pretty brand new at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> so my, you talking, you're, was, like, you're
0: talking about like the, like the turn, you're talking about the early, uh, you early were, 2000s. Yeah. Okay.
1: 2002, three, four. When I was, uh, you know, coming up as a kid, I was born in 95. Right. So you know seven eight nine years old Uh, so that stuff wasn't very popular yet um what i knew was wwe because that was on free cable television on you know mondays and fridays so i would watch that and then the other thing was football uh football is really big you know i'm from, from tennessee so being in the south you know football is like a big deal you know so oh, it's
0: huge it's huge you know yeah. you know we're in Florida it's huge man we're in Tampa
1: Bay Yeah it's exactly the big deal <laughs> so I used football for that for a long time um you know it's a way for me to be you know it's a contact sport you know I didn't uh definitely didn't care for soccer uh basketball um even baseball really because I like the physical contact that you get when you play football you know um
0: I and always that, consider I like that
1: I would outlet. so
0: I mean I consider football yeah. a combat sport i it i because i yeah. can't I can't see any way like 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 football and hockey are not combat sports, not in the same yeah. way of it's like one on one the way you're doing, yeah, but when I think about it, it's like it, it's it's one of those it's this, those two sports I think of like it's violent, but it's kind of been glossed over as kind of like yeah. yeah you know, it's not that bad, but all these people are really getting hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely has uh, some severe impact, as we've seen, you know, as a lot of our childhood, my childhood heroes that I watched play football. Now they're getting older, and you see, you know, the mental effects that it's having on them later on in their lives. You know, I grew up watching um, you know, Brett Farr, for example. Um, fortunately, this was a few years ago, and I know he's got some uh, – scandalous stuff going on right now with this uh but anyway i don't
0: know i have, I don't keep up with i don't keep
1: oh yeah I don't keep know, up with, yeah now he I, allegedly took some money from like the state lottery or something oh like yeah i have seen there some there headlines and, on that but yeah. uh i actually got yeah, i interrupt your story man i i, I just want oh, to, no, right.
0: to get an idea because yeah. you said you went to you gravitated towards football and i was like i consider that yeah. i can see why you would because i consider yeah. that like you know a combat sport too
1: yeah yeah now I just uh, you know, I get to meet him in person as, as an adult later on, actually.
0: Oh, you did? And,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, through my wife, uh, you know, they had him uh, as a guest speaker at their school. So we had got to have dinner with him Right on. And um, it was really, it was really cool for me, but you could tell that the signs were there too. So certainly, you know, of CTE early stages, kind of, he wasn't as crisp then as he was previously in his interviews and things like that, watching him on TV as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I, I would agree with you that ser- football is certainly that. I mean, maybe consider it more like, um like jousting. You know, it's like a, you know, like
0: like joust. You talking about like on like a horse?
1: You like medieval yeah. jousting? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's like a, it's a modern form of jousting with like a team. You know, because you're using that contact, and maybe it's not necessarily fighting. I get but the concept. You involved, about. and it's kind of a sport, but it still has that combat aspect. You know, like yeah,
0: there's physical contact and pain involved yeah. for sure. I get That's, what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just because I think, like, fighting is the most primal, primitive, and, like, foundational form of sport that we have amongst humans, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I, so, I going
1: back for however many years, you know, tens of yeah. thousands of years or hundreds of thousands of years.
0: So, so you, you recognize that at age seven. And <laughs> so, you started going towards football and, uh, and when yeah. you actually start training in the fighting?
1: So I actually didn't uh start till I was an adult. I, I started late by uh boxing standards, you know. Um, so I played football all the way up to high school. Um, and then, you know, I, I wasn't excellent, you know, I wasn't like uh division one, you know, I great know. player. It was I right. man. I, I didn't was, play yeah. football,
0: but I did soccer. I but yeah. you're athletic and there's like there's ability
1: there. Yeah, yeah. I was I mean, I was a solid player though, you know, um made plays and things like that, just a, you know, solid uh, high school football player. I could have uh, had some uh, opportunities to go play at some small schools uh, for college football, but it, though I didn't really want to go to those schools. They were kind of Division three schools out in the middle of nowhere. I was like, nah, I don't really want to go to those schools. And I had an academic scholarship as well to the school that I did want to go to, which uh, was actually uh, right – in my hometown. So I didn't have to pay for uh I didn't have to come out of pocket or take out any student loans to live on campus because it was in my hometown. Wow. So um decided to not play football, go to college. Um did that for a year and then um I after about a year and a half, two years, I realized like I was missing something in my life and I didn't know what it was and I wasn't getting that from just lifting weights. You know yeah. I was, <laughs> still working out um trying to you know get bigger that time you know we're young men and don't know any better so i thought you know having big muscles might you know help me out um make me look tougher or you know
0: more attractive i understand yeah. i certainly understand i did the same thing too i think yeah. everybody does to a certain yeah degree. exactly
1: exactly so we all want to look good you know Yeah. but um so I did that, but it didn't, um, it was kind of repetitive and there wasn't the depth to it that, um, I had sought before, right. For the competition aspect. Um, so I was, I was missing out on that. I was actually at a gold's gym. Uh, i just bought some cheap gloves, didn't know what I was doing, but they had a punching bag at gold's gym. And so I was just punching it, doing a little bit of cardio terribly. I'm sure looking back, um, and it just so happened a the guy, there was a guy hitting the bag that was next to me. And that guy actually knew what he was doing. So uh, he, he walked over to me, kind of made some small conversation a little bit. He invited me um, to his boxing gym. He was like, you know, hey, I actually box. I just come in here sometimes and hit the bag for cardio. But, uh, you know, if you want to try like real boxing, you should come out to my gym. I was like, oh, man, okay, that sounds cool. Um, and, uh, fast forward to now that guy's like 14 and one is a pro. So, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, even, uh, Jake Paul actually brought him out to Puerto Rico for his camp for his, for his latest fight that he's no had. So, yeah. So he's, uh, you know, done really well for himself and that guy, you know, ended up, he, he was an amateur at the time, but, um, yeah, he's, he's done really well. The professional fighter. But that, uh, that, that was what got the ball rolling for me.
0: That's cool, man. That's very cool. That's very cool. So the movement from the time, the time, like, I, I don't know how, like it's dedication, right? Like, it, like you know, going to work out so many days a week is not the same thing as, as what you're talking about doing, right? It's totally yeah. different. It's like, it's like the focus is different. The intent is different and the dedication is different most importantly the dedication is different
1: obsession even
0: it yeah because
1: i mean truly go ahead uh just uh, the obsession right so where some people when they get home and uh you know i was working at this time i wasn't you know so i was also having to train around having to work but um some people get home and they watch netflix shows some people get home. And they watch, uh, you know, movies or whatever. I was watching videos on boxing. I would watch boxing fights, MMA fights, um, training videos of that other people would post for free online. Um, you know, so I, w- I was super immersed in that. Uh, you know, I found like throughout the day, that's what I looked forward to. That's what really, what it consumed a lot of my thoughts. So almost in an obsessive way to where, that's how I really started to focus on the details, you know?
0: The details, it's- man. Cause that's where, that's where I get all crossed up. <laughs> it's like, when you're like, when I'm, in- <laughs> when I'm standing in front of whatever, yeah. I, and you're like this, this, and I'm like, and then I, I will do the combination of the movement. And I don't e- I'm not even fixing what you say, but then I, I think about it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's it. It's, it's, it's yeah. those thoughts. It's like in the midst of all that movement you're also thinking about all these other things at the same time. Yeah. And you're doing it because if you're really fighting somebody, you can get really hurt.
1: Yeah. And yeah, there's there's consequences for your actions, right? And <laughs> they are the most, you know, I use that word a lot, I guess, but primitive. You know I mean? The most fundamental way of, the most fundamental consequence we learn, you know, is how that hurts, right? I mean. <laughs> exactly. When we're, from the time we're born, we know, ow, oh, that hurt. I'm not going to do that again you
0: know so it's interesting man and that was that was what was really cool because and it's like i don't know man i keep going back to that one time my first day going to your gym and i was throwing it and you're like what's the purpose we gotta mm-hmm. go with the purpose is and i was like i thought i knew the purpose
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i was like wait a minute i thought i knew the purpose <laughs> then i'm like oh <laughs> man i'm like i have like I, I got like a i got a vague general understanding of the purpose when it comes to like the detail of what you're doing and and that's that's what's cool man yeah so uh you want to tell anybody about what you got going on in the gym and for the rest of the year rest of 2022 (laughs) and if you got anything going on about 2020 2023 if you want to
1: yeah yeah so um well we actually have one of our guys he is a professional boxer he has fought in mma and currently his last he's in the bkfc bare knuckle boxing right yeah getting big uh you know it's kind of getting popular they're having their pay-per-views and stuff so kind of a growing sport actually
0: yeah um very i mean so, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people they're signing a lot of yeah uh, they're signing a lot of uh fighters from yeah your- yeah
1: they're getting a lot of uh a lot of guys that are leaving the ufc and then they'll they'll go over to the bkfc um and you know they're making good money doing that as well um but i have a guy uh, from our gym henry i was actually sparring with him today so i have a little Bruise on my nose that you could probably see.
0: Again, I can, I can see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's from a little bit of sparring today. I'm um, just getting him ready for not uh, this Saturday, but the following Saturday, November 5th. I've uh, got him a fight in Orlando with the BKFC. So oh, right on there. Um, and then, you know, we're probably going to kick off. I'm gonna. I'm getting everything in order to kind of kick off a challenge for the beginning of the year. So, um, probably an eight week, um, challenge at the gym and have some, uh, prizes involved. Um, you know, some free gloves, probably have a first, second, third place, uh, as far as weight loss, um, goes. So, okay. Right on one of the things I'm working on now for the gym. Um, that's the only thing I have, uh, at the moment, uh, I have one, other, I'm trying to get a fight set up for December as well. So for you. Uh, no not for me it's uh, for uh Joey he's one of our another one of our fighters. Okay. Right on man. Right on. Yeah yeah he, uh, he just fought um 3 3 or 4 weeks ago and uh got a first round victory in that fight. So trying to uh get him back in there.
0: How many times like roughly speaking like how many times if somebody's just to step <laughs> into say so somebody step into boxing and step into the amateur ranks and kind of go you know I'm going to give this a try. How many yeah. times a year I mean like could you could you fight like Say, like re- roughly, I'm not. I, mean, I know everybody's yeah. different. I'm not asking for like you know what I mean, yeah. but like roughly, how many people? Do you, times do you see people fighting? So yeah.
1: you know, a lot of that it is dependent upon the individual, um, and it depends on boxing versus MMA. I know refer. <laughs> I I into it mixed martial arts as well. So um, they vary. Uh, your, your amateur boxing. I mean, there's some guys who fight. 30 times a year no kidding yeah Yeah. um some of them even more than that um really uh Vasily lomachenko right he's fighting this saturday he's a a former champion at 135 pounds he had uh 397 amateur fights before going pro
0: oh Uh, my gosh
1: yeah so it kind of depends on the the commitment level right um yeah (laughs) yeah. um in cuba they actually uh they have a lot of amateur fights. Uh, Cubans do. And it depends on their goals. If they want to go to the Olympics, they have to remain an amateur. So, you know, those guys will have a bunch of amateur fights. Um, but I would say like most, most people will have between five to six if they're, you know, super committed. Um, otherwise, maybe four fights a year, you know, once fighting once every three months or so.
0: Okay. Right on.
1: Yeah, it's very individual-based and, you know, how, yeah. how much are dedicated to it, what the root goals are, um, you know, and kind of wh- where they're at. It, uh, it also depends on how the fights go, you know. So, and, and
0: like I said, I knew that there's no there's no clean answer for yeah. this question, but it's just kind of yeah. like, just roughly speaking, like... How yeah, in general, I
1: think, like, you know, fighting uh, five times a year would be good, you know, for an amateur starting out, maybe, you know, your first year, maybe try to get five fights in that first year. And then see how this go. You know, if they go well, then you kind of, all right, well, we're going to try to stack some more together. Um, you know, so. That's
0: pretty cool, man. That's cool. So belief systems. And we talked about this. You know, it's kind of funny, man, because we started talking about this kind of stuff. We, we're transitioning to the second half of the podcast. This is where we okay. go over. We uh, we go over belief systems and stuff. And uh, I think it's, I think it's, fascinating because i grew up i grew up watching boxing like it was for me for you 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 uh you you told us how you how you were watching it for me man it was it was that for so for kid today's kids it's touch pads cell phones and computers and stuff when i was a kid it was the cable box that had a cable from the wall to this rectangle box that had uh rows three rows of buttons and a toggle on the left side where you can go to the top row, the middle row, the bottom row mm-hmm. And HBO boxing after dark was yeah. what I was watching a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up watching that stuff. And, um, and it was always kind of like, I don't know, I, you know, I think about it now. I'm kind of like, I still, I still like watching it. And there's something about the fight of life and combat sports that, that uh, I think resonates with everybody. And uh, there's a belief system behind that, right? It's like, like what are we believing about this life? And, and uh, were you, when you were coming, when you were, when you were being raised, were you raised with any type of religion or, or no religion
1: or anything at all? Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. Um, so being in this, you know, in where I'm from in the South, most people, you know, around me and stuff were Christians. However, in my bubble, my environment, there were a a lot of people who maybe talked about it, but they weren't, um, it wasn't like a big deal, you know, we didn't go to church every Sunday, or Wednesday, Um, you know, maybe a couple times a year we would go, you know, so um, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a big priority amongst, you know, in my family, in my, um, you know, little bubble, uh, growing up now, you know, you know, a lot of other, you know, you might know some other kids and, you know, like those kids go to the church, you know, Sunday school. Um, now I got, um, baptized when I was eight years old. Okay. Um, kind of something that I just did, um, At this time, we were living right down the street from a little church, um, an old Baptist church. And for a brief time, we were going regularly, you know, on on Sundays. Uh, I remember going to the Sunday school. But it wasn't until I got a little bit older, um, I started getting a little bit more engaged uh, in the church. My, um, My dad got into it uh into a church it's called life's church they're actually like um they have multiple locations around the country okay uh based out of oklahoma it's a non-denominational that was the first time i would uh enjoyed going to church where mm-hmm. i was kind of like piqued my interest for actually enjoyed and i looked forward to going to it and i uh, even ended up meeting a high school girlfriend at that church so um i i certainly didn't have like I do know a lot of kids that had that, you know, raising where, you know, their parents taught them about, um, Jesus and, you know, the teachings of the Bible. Um, so I don't, I don't actually know, um, the Bible that well, right. I haven't read it front to back. I haven't read it too much. Um, but I'll seek out, you know, verses when I need it, uh,
0: Amen. Hey man, I know people who, who say they've read it front to back many times and I don't think they know it too well. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all right, I think too, right. So, um, even reading it one time, you know, in, in some, uh, something else may hit you the second time around. That right. you read it. So that's why, I, like, I usually will try to seek out, um, verses that are that helped me in the current stage of my life that I'm in, if I'm ever going through anything. Um, you know, I try to seek out like the verses that relate to that. Right now, man. That's cool. But yeah, so I, I got into, you know, that, that church. Um, and then now, um, throughout throughout a young adult, I was not going to church, you know, I wasn't, uh, wasn't involved in it. It wasn't, you know, a big priority to me. Um,
0: me neither me getting, neither man don't worry I, me neither
1: yeah. um getting back into it now you know we <coughs> we go to church uh local church here in clearwater and um you know we really like it i like having my daughters in there like the morals um that christianity you know and then churches kind of instill into children so I mean, we try, to, try to do that um but I'll be lying if I said like I'm the perfect Christian either, right? No, uh, obviously nobody is. Um,
0: I'm glad you, reckon, I'm glad you said that, man. I'm glad you said
1: that. <laughs> yeah,
0: nobody is.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think about it a lot, and it's hard um, because, you know, we—I don't picture necessarily God as a as a person. You know, okay. so I know a lot of people uh, envision it as like you know a person with hair and eyes and but I think um with there's so much out there right the, the the universe is such a big place and if he made all of that then we don't really know what he is or you know you don't know what he looks hard, like
0: hard to but, even kind of yeah, understand right? like,
1: like
0: kind of yeah. comprehend what and, yeah. the creator of what made me.
1: Yeah, it's beyond like what we are able to fathom as far as what the possibilities are, you know. Yeah. So. I uh, am. So sometimes, you know, I will look to the universe. I, you know, I kind of believe in that, right? I believe in energy. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we're just little, uh, almost uh, you know, kind of little ants floating around on a rock that's flying under a star. <laughs> you know, perpetually until who knows when. So
0: it is, it is crazy thinking about this sun and this earth is circling around this sun Mm -hmm. and it's rotating at the same time. And all these things are, it's like, wow, it's, it's it's, (laughs) right. It's hard to, and this is what my next question is, man. You Mm -hmm. think all that stuff is the result of a series of accidents or do you think there's an intelligent designer behind it?
1: That's, um, it's a great question, and um, I'm glad we're talking about this, too, because I, I like to like kind of expand on this, too. Cool. Um, so the truth is, right, so, so we don't know, right? We can all have our opinions, um, and there's no way to know for certain one way or the other, but I certainly think if he created us, then I would also believe that there are alternative places, right? As well as us, um, and similarly, the if if there's a tiny, you know, P-shaped, like the size of a P, that's what we know. That's all of human knowledge that we have uh, gathered, accumulatively throughout our time. And then, you know, there's a basketball, and that's the entirety, entire, entirety uh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know is out there to learn, right? So, so I think I, I'm not sure to be honest. You know, that's cool, man. A I mean, lot of like people are It's hard for me to pretend like I know um, one way or the other, but I definitely think I do believe in higher power. I believe um, that something larger created it, you know, and everything is by design. Similarly to how. Nature is by design, you know, in and of itself, right? Yeah. Trees supply. Yeah. um, You know, absorb the CO2 and then emit the oxygen and then everything's recycled, you know, so from from dirt to dirt, you know, so.
0: You know what? I skipped a question and you reminded me. You reminded me, Chris. I'm sorry, man. You reminded me when you said plants and trees. Mm -hmm. We kind of got to it, but it's going to work out nicely that it worked out this way. (laughs) So when it comes to planting trees, the Mm -hmm. the marijuana plant specifically,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: being a fighter and being the nation in in the world is going in the direction that it's going with marijuana. And and this is for the military as well. I mean, there's a lot of military veterans that are advocating for marijuana instead of opioids or any other type of Uh, narcotics for for pain or whatever PTSD that some of these soldiers are coming out with. What are your what 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 are your thoughts on it in the world of combat sports?
1: So um, you know it's uh, it's a n- normal you know thing amongst combat sports athletes. Um, some of them, some of it even recreational. Some of it, you know, medicinal. Um, I'm personally you know a supporter of that. I've uh, seen how it can help people right with headaches with pain um you know mental health so i think it has so many different um you know positive impacts on that on recovery and things like that especially like the mental health uh, side of it because we um when, when you're in a combat sports environment right it's uh stressful you know yeah. stressful on your mind stressful on your body so to recover from injuries, um, you know, from the day to day, the grind, you know, um, decompression at the end of the day, um, you know, I've, I've certainly seen it help a lot of of my fellow fighters, um, and you know, I'm glad it's uh, accessible, for, you know, with a med card here in Florida. Yeah, but, yeah,
0: that's cool, man. I, I, uh. <clears throat> excuse me. I I've seen documentaries. There's one, there's one show. I think it was called, it was, it was called Weedikit. And this guy did this series of, of uh, episodes and he was working with these football players. He didn't do anything with uh, with combat sports, but he did uh, one with a football player. And, and that guy had some serious head trauma from just taking and the thing that the thing that's funny about football is that you kind of have the illusion of safety with a helmet, right? Yeah. You have the illusion of safety with that. Like, Half inch or inch pad on your, yeah. Uh, yeah it's like it's it's, it's just, you got another human being, yeah, no less than 180 pounds running yeah. full speed at you, trying to knock you down.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're and, I mean they're the equivalent of car crashes. Right, right. You know, and that's 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 what it, that's what the helmet really allows you to do. It it doesn't um, prevent the concussion necessarily. It allows you to take more beating through the head repeatedly. Without going unconscious, you know, um, and you know, kind of relating to that, um, and it's still a little bit early for mixed martial arts, but they wear four ounce gloves in uh, MMA and eight or ten ounce gloves in boxing, and I think a lot of you know, kind of what we saw, like Muhammad Ali, great example, repeated head trauma like that. I think the bigger gloves will allow you to take more damage over the course of time I don't think it will lessen the ultimate outcome I think even the smaller gloves may and even bare knuckles even may look more violent it may come across as more violent but it doesn't allow your head to take the repeated abuse the way that bigger gloves or a football helmet would Um, because ultimately your brain has a response to head trauma and it's to go unconscious yeah like your body has a response to that and it's for you know to protect itself um so i think you know that <clears throat> almost accentuates the uh head trauma you can receive you know you can get from those uh from football especially
0: you know that's an... <coughs> excuse me oh this pollen man i'm oh. you know it's what i remember talking about you with this with you in the gym and uh, it was it was interesting the way you were talking about it because it's it seems it's 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 kind of like a business idea, right? It's kind of like because if you're trying to get more longevity out of a fighter, then it, if, if and going based on what you said, it's kind of like you could what might possibly work is making the gloves a little bit heavier, going the 10 ounce gloves you said, and and that way they can get more longevity out of yeah. someone's career, and at the same time. That longevity may still equate to the same type of damage, or something similar to the same type of damage, wearing smaller gloves. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's interesting, man. It's really interesting. And and the thing about it is is you, you hit on it. It's like it's probably the first form of sport that human beings have ever done. Yep. Right. It's like combat sports was was more than likely. I mean, I doubt somebody made a ball and decided to kick it through something
1: yeah entertainment
0: maybe later on you know
1: yeah definitely later on oh and it's uh it's problem solving and ultimately conflicts prior to having guns having weapons having bombs and all of this stuff that we have today for you know military um conflict amongst humans were settled you know prehistoric time you know going back like if you look at um the way like apes settle their conflicts you know similarly right they wrestle they punch, they wrestle, they grapple, and at the end of the day, you know, m- most of the time it wasn't intended to kill, but that was the ultimate how you know human beings used to solve conflicts amongst each other, or you know, as a collective.
0: We're still doing it, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: still doing it, yeah. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's uh, exacerbated by you know weaponry and modern technology. So, let me ask you this, man.
0: What do you think about a life after this life? you think it exists?
1: Um, I do. I do. I just don't. um, You know, I question what it is. But I definitely think that, you know, ultimately, you know, like I said, we're we're, we're energy, you know. Uh, We're little pieces of stardust, kind of, you know, in a way. Um, And I don't think that that just goes away. Um, And I, I don't know. I... Again, this is me being 27 and I don't have yeah, all that. No, the that's all right. You know,
0: You are you're not the, there's a lot of people trying to figure things out, man. So yeah. don't sweat. Um,
1: so I don't know if it's, you know, streets of gold or if that's, you know, um, something that has been, you know, kind of um, imagined by the Cubans, like streets of gold and these things, you know, or if it's, you know, kind of an, another place, like another A a new world, but I certainly think that we don't we don't just go away, right?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Do you think there's any form of payment due upon death? Like, you know, like I I asked this question because a lot of people, a lot of a lot of religions, and in that I will include Christian denominations, many of them, probably too many of them. I should say too many of them, but it's performance. People are trying to earn their way into heaven mm-hmm. and uh and that's always hoping that they are good deeds outweigh their bad deeds and, yep. and I think a lot of people think about that stuff, especially after a pandemic mm-hmm. so what do you think man
1: well um I think that's a great question and I don't know um if that's a way so I think
0: you can disagree with the question too. That's yeah, all right. Yeah. If you disagree with no. the question,
1: that's all right. No, I, I, I don't think so. Um, you know what I mean? I, I don't think um, necessarily a payment. Okay. I don't think that um, there's necessarily necessarily tally marks on, all right, we well, did six good things and you did five bad things. So I guess we'll let you squeeze by. <laughs> uh, that's a good way you know? because that is it. Right.
0: That, I think that's the way a lot of people think of it. Exactly. And, yeah. That's a whole that for me, that's anxiety. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, how do you have any peace with that?
1: Yeah. I think um, I think ultimately, you know, we are bound to make mistakes. I think there are so many things that are nuanced, right? That that may be wrong in one way and the same decision is the right choice in another way, right? Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to kill human beings, but if someone is Attacking my daughter, right? Or trying to harm my family, I'm going to do that. You know, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So, in one way, you know, that's protecting my children and my family, and I don't want to apologize for that. But we also, you know, aren't supposed to, you know, kill other human beings. So I think, you know, uh, stealing is wrong, right? But if you're stealing food to feed your children, how wrong is that really? So I think there's too, there's so much gray area. Um, And ultimately it's not up to us to decide. It's not up for institutional churches to decide who gets in via payment, who have, have you paid your tithes or have you, how much money have you contributed to this? You know Um, I think ultimately God, the higher power the universe, whatever you believe in, I think they know your intentions. You know, if they created us, then they know, you know, they give us free will, but, you know, I think ultimately they'll know our destiny too. I think they know what our purpose in life is for and what we're here to do. And I think that it's probably more based upon your intentions rather than, you know, ultimately like you did this, you did X, so you can't, you know, get in. It's,
0: and i know i understand what you're saying i do i get I get the concept of what you're saying yeah. we're all flawed we're, and, and and i agree man it's like yeah. and in scripture the paul the apostle paul because what's what you're i was thinking of him when you when when you mm-hmm. were talking he's saying he's like the good that i want to do i can't do the bad that i don't want to do i end up doing what yeah. am i going to do with this how do i deal with this mm-hmm. and and i and i get it man and and I think you're definitely not alone. A lot of people are going through a lot. I mean, a lot of people are 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 going through similar steps, trying to figure out mm-hmm. like 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 this question. And uh, I think this question everybody thinks about, whether they realize it or not. I think sometimes we 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 push it down because it's a hard question. Yeah. It, and it's and it's like, huh. So thanks for answering it to begin with, man. And don't. Oh you yeah, know. of course because it is it's, it's a it's a very personal thing it's a very personal thing man and oh yeah to, to no, I mean, and
1: we're here to discuss you know i mean I don't, I don't have any problem sharing my views with anybody you know and, and i thank all, you
0: for that man they're, because
1: they're, they're my views you know so um and i'm also open to other people's views as well so you know i've listened to them and you know if they make a point i'll take it for note and um i think seeking education is is the most important right what are we learning? Um, and being open to the idea of being wrong i yeah. think this is an important characteristic so.
0: absolutely man absolutely all right man well that's all the questions i got but i there's something else that you want to talk to people about if there's something else you want to tell people about anything before we close out man that's cool
1: um i i don't have anything in particular that's uh, all right that i want to say um i guess you know just um uh, for anybody listening, you know, I just want to, for me personally, right, when I wake up, I hope to, you know, impact people's lives, you know, be the, be a light in somebody's day, whether that's by giving them a skill in boxing or, you know, smiling at somebody, you know, that maybe looks like they're having a bad day at their job, right? You're checking out, the cashier's ringing you up, they look stressed out, they don't look happy, they're not smiling at you, rather than taking that as oh man, they're not giving me good customer service, right? You don't know what other people are going through. Um, you know, you don't know what happened that morning. You don't know what happened to them yesterday. So I think, um, you know, that that's my goal, you know, uh, a little bit about me, right? Is to shine light, uh, be a little bit of light in people's day every day. And I have my days, right? I have, I, I fail at that as well, but um, as long as I've, stay aware of the times that i do fail and try to correct that you know i think that's uh that's all we can do as humans so.
0: amen chris that was perfect man <clears throat> excuse me that was perfect chris amen thank you very much man so yeah, Brad, man
1: you thought you said you had nothing to say but you ended it perfectly dude <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that was yeah perfect. I man i just uh you know um you know for any, anybody who does listen i i like uh try to you know uplift people and so you know i just wanted to to do that and for me as a coach too right i i find my purpose in helping other people with theirs right um for some people it's just losing weight for some people it's you know whatever your reasons that you have are um you know that that's what fulfills me and that's why i decided to leave my previous job in finance and pursue you know opening my own businesses and and coaching and boxing and having my own gym and these things. So I could really pursue that.
0: That's cool, man. And you know what I heard you say, fulfillment. <coughs> That's a big one. Fulfillment.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure, for sure. I uh I made more money in finance and uh so but the um I was missing out on a lot of time with my kids, you know, was uh working every Saturday, Saturdays, right now it's fall time, right? You go to pumpkin patches or you go to haunted houses, or you do things with your family. And I was at work every Saturday. Um, And I decided to stop compromising on that and figure other things out. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, what we decided to do. So, you know, it was a risk, but it ended up, I I started chasing fulfillment rather than uh, dollars in a bank account.
0: That's cool, man. That's very cool. Well, I'm going to keep going to your gym. So you're gonna yeah, keep yeah, getting my monthly right. dollars, man. Yeah, you keep course, getting my course, monthly man.
1: dollars. Don't worry. <laughs> all right, you know, man. Is, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm super happy you like it. Um, you know, we're gonna just keep keep trying to grow it. You know, it's cool. So. Check it out. Check
0: it out. It downtown. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it all into the closing. <laughs> hey,
1: man. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity Podcast. My name is Miguel Torres, and I'm your host. And our special guest is Chris Hurst. He is the owner of Downtown Boxing in Clearwater, Florida. Thank you all very much. Love you.